Quarantine Cast Episode 4. Or whatever episode it is because we've been in the house for so fucking long. This shit's getting annoying now. Harry, how you feeling, bro? Yo, man. <laughs> I'm alright. <laughs> I'll be here. That's pretty good. Uh, Kev, how about you, bro? I'm sad, man. I miss my fellas. I miss you too, bro. Surprise guest. How you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really miss seeing random people on the train. I, I believe you. I believe you. Spontaneous cast here, broadcasting from our fucking houses because we're practicing social distancing. Don't go outside, y'all, so we can fucking record shows in person again. This is your boy, Shells. Yo, this is your boy, Kev. It's your boy, Harry. And we have a guest today, all right? I know y'all hear me reference Warren in, like, you know, a couple of our episodes before. Warren's on the show today. Warren, introduce yourself, bro. This is your boy, Warren. But I I thought we were gonna have an A spot here. I actually had some material. You, you say you thought we was gonna have what? Uh, AKA. Oh oh, oh okay. Oh, Warren wanted to hear the yeah, AKAs. The OCs and the AKA. All right, all right. So you want me to start? We'll it start off it up. Or? Go ahead, bro. All right, I'll start it off. All right, so this is your boy Shells, AKA Fat Pappy, AKA Don't Dat Me unless you could fucking at me, because if you can't at me, that means like you don't believe in my shit and. I shouldn't associate myself with you because I don't need that negativity in my life. And I also have a new AKA, y'all. AKA oh, Mr. Yeah. Hear You Out, but watch your mouth because I would fucking swing with you, pussy. If you make a good point, I'm going to listen to it, but don't get disrespectful. That's all. Sounds like you learned something about yourself. Yep, during quarantine, I learned a lot about myself. You spent <laughs> a lot of time inside the mind. Exactly. I'm going to start making Sheldon go last because like, after he say some shit, like, I get scared. How do you follow that? <laughs> Like, it's not even about following. It's just like I feel like he's talking to me for some fucking reason. <laughs> Yo, I be feeling the same way too. You're not the, the only one. Like, where the fuck did that come from? Okay, <laughs> shit. All right. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, uh, you got your boy Kev here, aka Staggles, aka Mister. I don't give a fuck. Mm, energy. Mr. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Energy, man, and that's a that's another new AKA right there for Kev. Yeah, Kev, Kev definitely. usually just have just that goal. Now he have Mister. I don't give a fuck. All right, mm, go ahead, I, Harry. I, I'm 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 loving it. Um, t- you know, it's your boy Harry Oso. Just in case you ain't know, so I'm not like these other guys out here. I don't I ain't add nothing new to it. Uh, I'm just staying original. All right, you keeping the regular. I right. usually our guests we have to ask them about like you know AKAs or like they go by a different name. Warren, l- let me hear his heat. What's your AKAs, bro? Yeah. Talk to the people. It, it, it's, it's your boy, Warren, a.k.a. first-time caller, long-time listener, a.k.a. gunshot on donshot. I'm a done nor say I got to love that. Bop, 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 A.k.a. I'm going to play with people, I'm going to kill people and drink blood. Well, in Call of Duty, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Bake it. <laughs> All right. Right, but man. how everybody yeah. feeling? Yeah, man, I'm I'm here, bro. Um, you know, quarantine is kicking my ass, but I'm good though. Kev, how you feeling? I'm bored, bro. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> that's the truth. Like, I'm tired of seeing my walls, my nigga. Like, I, I probably done seen every flaw in my walls. Like, yeah, this shit needs painting. <laughs> Warren, what about you? Yo, you know, I've heard a couple niggas get laid off and make their check plus $600, and that's how I feel. <laughs> so you've been giving that some heavy thought lately. For, you get four four months of your check plus six hundred dollars a week. What? Mm-hmm. Yo, somebody said that they was making nine hundred dollars weekly unemployment. I said, nigga, what? Hold yeah. up, send that. There's there's some niggas that, that that's gonna go to a different tax bracket after this shit is all said and done. Facts. Yo, <laughs> slingshot. I'm just, I'm just I'm just saying. There's 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 some niggas that as soon as you can go outside, they're buying a bottle that night at some club. Mm-hmm. Like they have that type of money now. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. So, shout out to y'all. Jamaican niggas with BMWs this year. Aw, oh, damn. <laughs> You're going to see more than usual jerk stands out there this summer. So, be prepared oh, wow. to get some chicken. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited, too. The jerk chicken will be will be um, grilled freshly. Yeah, just well, stay inside. Yeah, after quarantine, I can't wait to hang out with y'all. Yo. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. I, I was hoping that we could have did this show in person because, yo, man, the, the shit I hear about you, Warren, is epical. If that's even a word, Warren is the person that when you hang out with Warren, you're definitely gonna take away something where it's like I learned something new today. Like for our listeners, I was gonna do one of my AKAs about biting my lip and swelling my mouth. But I <laughs> could come up with anything that flew flowed really nicely. It's fine. It's not, the AKs you have so far is good. So let's get this show started. I'm gonna put y'all on, on the spot real quick. Uh, Harry, you got a pass because you're not married. But Kevin Warren, yes, both of y'all are both of y'all are married, and also you both got married last year. Is that correct? Correct. So yeah, seven twenty-seven nineteen. That's crazy so, though, because like he literally like got married a month and a day before me. If you think about it, I yes, got, I got married eight eighteen. That's yep. crazy. The so, show will come to your wedding. Yes, he did. Yeah, I did. Okay. I see where the friendship's at. Yo, oh, okay, shots. listen. Yo. All right, shots. All right, before boom, before we get into the show, before okay, now before, <laughs> we the, before we get into the show, let's clear this up real quick, okay? All right. <laughs> so Warren's wedding was in Maine. Okay, I could I couldn't make Excuses. it to Maine. Wow, I couldn't make it to Maine. Kev's wedding was what in Queens, I believe. It, it was in Hawaii, bro. <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck it. All right. <laughs> Don't don't add gasoline to the flames. It wasn't in Hawaii. <laughs> Lord, you ain't seen the pictures. <laughs> All right, I was yeah. able to take a I was able okay. to take an Uber to 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 Kev's wedding. Warren wedding, I wasn't able to like you know get the finances needed to make it. I apologized. Now it's like a shitty friend. Fuck you. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get back into the show okay that wasn't the point of this man all right that, that had nothing to do with the show but all right personal <laughs> shit coming out on on ear so let's start with this being that both of you guys are married i'm not sure if you guys heard about boris kojo and nicole ari parker they was doing a live with another couple or another married couple i guess mm-hmm. um and it looked like nicole ari parker Eared out some dirty laundry about their relationship. Did y'all hear about it? Yeah, um, but I actually didn't get to see the footage. But can you guys enlighten me a little bit more about it? Yeah, I definitely didn't get a chance to see it at all. Uh, Warren, what about you? Did you get to see it? Yeah, yeah, saw it. And uh, there was like the frame is there's two couples. There's like two bald niggas on the bottom, 
and then one of them is a Kawari Par crash, say, and then some other couple that's nondescript at the top. And so, you, it, uh, so what you're saying is me and Harry was in it? Wow. Yeah, that's, that's oh, yo. <laughs> yeah, it was it was actually very similar to your uh, your, your your emoji. Yeah, a bull nigga with a beard and a bull nigga. So <laughs> pretty much what they were talking about. Well, at the time that like people were, are discussing right now, Nicole Ari Parker pretty much said that she wished that she was still single or they were still boyfriend and girlfriend because the things that Boris used to do when they were single or boyfriend and girlfriend compared to what he's doing right now during the marriage doesn't compare. So, for example, like she's mentioning like little things like she said that when she cooks eggs or scrambles eggs, mm-hmm. Boris used to like, you know, come up behind her and just like, you know, give her a kiss on the neck or like, you know, kiss her from behind and hold her while she's scrambling the eggs. And she like missed those little things. Her, her eggs probably shitty now. Yeah. He, he, he probably he probably scrambled all her eggs. Like she, she, maybe she's maybe she's making eggs too often. Nah. So she nah she got too much gorilla glue. Yeah. Oh, oh that they, they got listen to the last episode to understand that. But pretty much people are saying that she aired out dirty laundry on live. And what made matters worse, you could tell that Boris had no idea about what was going on because the moment she started to mention it. Boris was just looking at her and he was just staying silent like, where did this come from? And then to add insult to injury, the people that they were on live with, the moment she said, oh, he doesn't sneak up behind me and kiss me no more when I'm scrambling eggs, the guy was like, hey, Boris, I still do that. <laughs> so so a lot of people were looking at his relationship where it was like, was this guy trying to flex on Boris? Like, you know, hey, you're not keeping your wife happy. But being that we have two married men on the show, how do y'all feel about the way she handled that? Um... I'll go first. So the first thing I notice is that there's some communication error there. Like before they got on this show, this problem should have already been talked about together. They should have said she should have went to him and be like, hey, like, why don't you do this anymore? Like, I miss that. Like things like that should have been said. Like men have sometimes need that spark like we need to hear like hey like i need help with something i need you to be doing this more often it sounds bad but like we're still human and we forget sometimes um women do the same thing so like when you what no matter what the partner is you should just remind your partner like hey like i miss you doing this like i from time to time i walk up to my wife and i'm like hey is there anything that i'm not doing right um let me know and she will let me know. Trust me. That's how communication is, bro. That's how I feel. Which, what about you? It Warren? sounds to me like she got a case of the Alicia Curry. Is what it sounds oh, like to me. Anyways, shit. Well, yeah, because well, before COVID nineteen, that's what that's we forgot that that's what she was all concerned about or being simulated outside of the relationship. But nonetheless, I think part of the problem here is there's marriage, which is I think stability and communication is kept put. Uh, and then there is the stuff that leads up to marriage, but then there's those. The point is those two things are separate. This husband, who she is poorly communicating, which she met prior was a boyfriend on her show on Showtime, uh, Soul Food for four years, 2000, 2000 through 2004, if I'm not mistaken. And I mean, work relationships are mad weird like that. They're re- mad scandals at the beginning. So I could imagine, like, if you're saying I'm comparing it to a lifetime average of something, then the stock mm-hmm. price has definitely dropped, right? Mm. Yeah. That's a, um, that's a good comparison. I, I, I agree with both uh, Kevin and Warren, um, but, but I also feel like 
it wasn't the right place and time um, for that. You know, you don't want to air your dirty laundry out to the entire world. I feel like your relationship is your relationship. Um, so you should handle that before you get out in public. Um, and even if you are having issues inside the home, don't bring it outside the home. And no matter no matter how much you want to prove your point, your relationship is not really for the public. But because you are a public figure, you are going to get scrutinized that way. Unfortunately, however, that's something that you d- deal with behind closed doors and don't like show that weak pillar. Of your relationship yeah because we're oh. not we're not saying that he's not at fault also because he yeah. should be like paying attention to his wife and doing the things that she loved but again it also comes down to the communication she should have said it so he be like oh shit let me remember that hold, uh, let me hold up hold up hold up um shells before you go let me just say this we are not woman bashing out here so do not get offended we're just man why are out. we putting out the advisory yeah. side no yeah, there's no need for a disclaimer no i i have to i have to because sometimes some people you know sliding my dms coming at me all crazy and shit like that so just oh, let you know sliding in the dms damn so nah, not like that so the way i feel i feel as if that the reason why she decided to do that it's a possibility that maybe she was mentioning these things to him at home already and he wasn't acting on it or like you know he wasn't like digesting it the way he needed to digest it and now where she addresses it to the world where she was like oh there's things that he don't do and he's like whoa okay like yeah we had this conversation before in private is it bad to the point where now you're gonna tell the whole world that like i'm not doing the shit that i used to do when we were like were first married or when we were first dating like i feel like there's a reason behind why she did it the way she did because if i'm being completely honest there was no hesitation in her saying what she said. Like, she didn't think, like, you know, as far as, like, hey, this is my marriage, and, like, you know, I shouldn't necessarily let people know what's going on in my marriage currently. She thought as far as, like, yo, y'all need to hear this. Yeah, dude was so stuck in his head, he could never even say a word the entire time. He was so caught off guard where it was like, yo, I thought we was, I thought this was just a lot of us talking about marriage. I didn't know it was us talking about like, real marriage. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. One thing I didn't say is like a few months ago, they was also on Hot 97, and it seemed like their, their relationship was wonderful. Um, and with her doing that, the thing is, it's more of like, what problem are you solving there you're actually putting more to the fire yeah like literally if you're literally doing that opening out a, a can of worms to the public now the public's gonna be talking about it now y'all yes y'all gonna talk about it but what if it makes him not even want to do the shit now like what if he's yeah. more angry now yeah uh devil yeah. devil's advocate what if she's doing now purpose to get a divorce Ooh. oh damn kudos think, uh, that, think about that or, or you know what about if I mean, she um it's a chain reaction she's not doing something so he's no longer doing that he's like all right cool you know that honeymoon phase is gone because you changed as a person and they're not gonna get that you never know right now she she might be advertising right now just letting people know like hey i'm about to be on the market so oh shit y'all I mean, can start showing y'all shot from now so just go on the market you know and to what war is yeah there's know? like this this like rash like stepping out of sop that's like hey if if i'm sure there's a protocol with hey there's a problem in relationship this is what we're showing their feedback loops that like stem from that but like this is stepping outside of that yeah because uh, I'm, I'm sure she had this conversation with people closer in their circle circle first and say like you know hey 
right now I, I think I'm going through like a little rocky stage in like my marriage like can I get some advice from y'all before she decided to go on IG live with another married couple and say hey <laughs> he's not doing this and then on top of that the other married couple was able to chime in and say hey but we are that's embarrassing as shit Uncle Tom ass nigga so yeah. here's my question was the other married Uncle couple um, newlyweds or like I, I'll, I'll younger be completely honest. couple. I, I, the nigga look old. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that me. don't mean that don't mean that they they newlyweds. Yeah, yeah there's mad gray hair. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't know if they're newlyweds. I don't know if they're newlyweds or what. But the nigga look old to me. So it could be a fresh marriage where it's like, all right, he got the younger chick, and he's happy he got a younger chick, so he appreciates her more, and that's why he was he felt like to saying, hey, I still do that, but. He looked like an older guy, so I'm assuming that if they're both on live talking about their marriages, they they have some time in. That's okay, my yeah. assumption, but I could be wrong. So with me, like I'll, I'll I'll give you an example. Like when I first started dating my my wife, like I used to get her a lot of flowers and stuff like that, right? Okay. And not knowing though, I mean this was early stages. At the time, I didn't know that my wife didn't really like flowers like that. As we got into the relationship a little more she actually started liking flowers because i started giving her flowers so she started mm. wondering like hey like where the fuck is my flowers at but then i started realizing like yo nigga this shit costs money too you gotta slow the fuck down <laughs> slow down big fella like, so, so, so like if you think about that you started to change for her because it's like all right she didn't like flowers but being that the flowers was coming from the person that she loved mm-hmm she started to like flowers exactly and um the the crazy part about it is like with me i was like thinking like yeah this is what somebody's supposed to do you know and then i realized like yo you also you got a love in your tax bracket too <laughs> like if if you can't afford it like get unique with your shit like don't oh you don't have to always get them damn flowers if they if you can't afford it. so like i realized like you know from time to time i'm still gonna get my wife flowers but it ain't gonna yeah. be like every week or some shit like that because that's a lot of fucking money after a while you know sometimes sometimes you don't gotta put with flowers sometimes you gotta put with some socks like hey baby i know you was like you know Running low on socks, so I bought you some new socks. It, sometimes it's not even a gift, though. It's just, sometimes it's just the thought of thinking about her when she mentioned something, and then you mm -hmm. try to do it for her as well, and then she asks you, like, oh, you remember I said, oh, nah, I did that for you already. She'd be like, oh, shit, he thought about me. Like, yeah. certain things like that also shows that you're caring, you know? So, yeah. Sometimes I pull up a dick. Well, oh, Jesus Christ. Sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> so, sometimes you got sometimes you got put up with dick like you know like you know oh babe I was I was having a long day did you alright I'll be there in like five minutes I'll bring something for you you, you, you pull up you put your, you have your dick in a pizza box like here this is for you dick in a box dick in a box I heard you had a long day enjoy this you earned I, I, I this I don't today. think my wife is gonna be with that like, she's, she's more like Nah. Like, I, already, I already know my wife gonna be with the shit. Like, if I if I pull up with dick on any night, my wife gonna be happy as shit. <laughs> no, I mean like she's gonna I'm be with it. Sure she I, I'm just I don't think she's with the box part. Like I think she will enjoy the box. If I have my dick in a box and she knows in the box, I think she will enjoy it. It's a surprise factor. I think as a as a guy, it sounds weird. It sounds weird, but like I think some guys like also we be wanting laundry and shit. I'm gonna pull up in some silk boxes. You know what I'm saying? 
do my thing. I'll, I'll be completely honest. I could care less about See, Lindsay Ray. You're yeah, nah. That's you true. know, you know what? I, I, I'm nah, nah. Nah, there's something about some good lingerie on your fingertips, bro. Like most of your nerves are in your fingertips, so I, I, I you just. Get that stimulation this by the Harry the be texture. texting the lingerie and just busting the <laughs> I, I, I do, I do. That's why, that's why Victoria's Secret banned me from coming into the store in King's hey. Plaza. I feel like Warren's a lingerie type of nigga because Warren he has a very pause. I'm saying pause from now. All right. <laughs> I, I mean, he's here. He could speak for himself. All right, we're men. Warren live like on a five story walk up. He like he jogs up the stairs. And he doesn't like lose his breath or anything, right? And anytime I ask Warren, like, yo, do you not get like tired of like jogging up these stairs? He was like, nah, this helps me out all the time and it keeps my ass tight. So I already know <laughs> I already know Warren is a satin boxer wearing type of nigga. Like, that's Warren. Like, I know he got up here. So I know Warren's a lingerie nigga for sure. Am I lying, Warren? Yeah, Rosemary's definitely bought me a couple pairs that she likes to see me. You in. see, I, nice. I know these things. I, nice, I, I, I nice. see these things. I'm gonna need them brands. <laughs> word, word. Please drop those because ain't nothing wrong with with a silk robe and you know what I mean going commando because you know underwear be you know getting in the way sometimes. You just nice. want to get straight to it. But I would also like though, to make a plug for the foot plug, the, the foot rub though, because foot, I've never f- had a better contribution to like my me and my wife's chemistry than rubbing feet at any point in the day. What like the rubbing f- her foot? <laughs> What's going on here? Wait, like, Harry, like, he's talking you about just, rubbing like, his just wife's a nice feet. deep foot massage. Ain't nothing wrong okay. with that. Uh, matter of fact, uh, Warren, just the other day, um, yesterday actually, the um, you know those little uh, machines that you put your foot in, like at the nail salon. Oh like, yeah, we, yeah. We yeah. got a little one in the crib, so like I filled that shit up with some warm water and well, I rubbed my white foot, massaged it, you know, made sure her feet was good. Yeah, nah, that's know? that's that's good. And then yeah, she between like, the flowers and that, you make me feel like I'm not doing enough. Oh damn, my bad, bro. <laughs> The, the, look out! Look, look out for the <laughs> spinoff podcast, Kevin Warren, Marriage Talk. <laughs> marriage. It's cast. coming soon, y'all. Marriage Cast. It's coming soon, y'all. Now, now I'll, I'll say this: I don't do that every day. No, I do not. I don't do that all the time either. But like, I know it's quarantine, and I'm like, yo, she don't get a chance to go to the nail shop and stuff like that. So, I'm like, let me do that for her. I asked her how she if she would want us. To, if she would like me to do that she said yeah sure and right after i was done she was like hey you want your feet scrubbed i'm like shit <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gotta ask that's, me twice <laughs> that's love that's love yeah and, and kev got a jamaican foot so you know that's a lot of scrubbing oh man <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell people all the time a west indian foot compared to an american foot is two different things a West Indian foot can step on broken glass and not get cut. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely something genetically different. It's something different. Let's let's move off of the marriage talk real quick. Let's let's talk about ourselves. Have y'all learned anything new about yourselves during quarantine or self isolation? Ah, uh, <laughs> where do I start? I've been I've been writing a lot of stuff down. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yo, I've I've learned. Well, I don't think I've learned anything new. I, I think it just highlighted a lot of things about myself that um, I I've been I guess neglecting because I've been so used to this routine. Um, I had a conversation with someone uh, recently, and I was like, "Yo, um, m- most of us been working since we were like sixteen, like summer youth, and." to work from 16 to about 29, 28, 26, or 30, 
and then for it to just like stop without any kind of warning it's it's totally like the not the norm for for us especially myself and um it's it's definitely a shocker so i had some time to think about that and how i'm gonna you know get through this rough period of time for me personally what about you warren um there's a couple areas choosing mindset is like it's especially where like I, i'm fortunate enough to have a job and still work from home uh mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. just some sometimes there's like lingering anxiety i'm like i'm not getting as much as i could be getting done done inside my house uh nor do i really want to be honest because i mean I've, i work in operations so things aren't we're not selling anything so there's nothing to do uh, and you just kind of like put up with some of the like anxiety and like put it aside and choose a, a more positive mindset and then being in a shoebox of an apartment with my wife you do also have to choose to be sensitive to things and react appropriately so she's like oh you're being goofy and i'm like well is she giving me like not the best body language i don't want to make sure that you're all right so like i mean my day sucks but i'm not going to make sure i'm not going to have both our days suck out just because of that marriage uh, also because i'm working from home I don't like pictures, so I'm not on social media. You'll never follow me anywhere, at least in the near future. Um, I'm using the camera on our Zoom meetings, and I'm seeing that like people are reacting to it. Like they, they it's a presence thing. You see, it lights people up when I can. I like wear sunglasses and like weird shit. It's it's really, it's interesting. <laughs> I'm getting comfortable. I'm getting comfortable in my skin. I guess I could summarize Yo. all that. Yo, that's that's wild, crazy. Cause being at home, you're learning to get comfortable in your skin. I, I never thought I would I would say that, but I agree. Kev, what about you, bro? Uh, I guess for my situation is I'm also working from home, and I have to say, is a lot more downtime. So it's it's kind of boring. Uh, I'm doing a lot more Netflix, and mm-hmm. my job kind of like sent an email out that basically it was the nicest way to let everyone know like hey a lot of y'all might get either laid off wages might be cut but here's a podcast with a psychologist to let you know how to go through times like this and i'm wow. like great uh, yeah um thank you so like been cool for us our podcast right word right <laughs> right you might get laid off but here's something to laugh at like dead ass spontaneous cast I, I wouldn't know how to feel after that like <laughs> i'm like yeah. yeah i got a paycheck coming but oh man but to end the point it's just more of like i have an up and down uh emotions it's more like i'm like happy bored and then not knowing what the fuck to do all right so i I think i said on a previous show that i've been looking at the job market and i've been applying to jobs and what i've been doing is while i apply for jobs you know when they put specific like requirements or the qualifications that they need you to do for the job i look at those qualifications and requirements and i look at the things that i'm like iffy about like for example i know i'm good at excel but i know i'm not great at excel so what i've been trying to do was take into consideration like yo i have a lot of time right now let's see if i could like reteach myself like these formulas and things on excel so i could get like good again because at one point i remembered everything and then i didn't use it for a while and i was like you know what i'm good and i started like you know forgetting formulas like you know how to do certain shits and how to make like you know make certain Mm -hmm. graphs or whatnot Mm -hmm. so what i've been doing like you know going on youtube just so the listeners know we have the internet so if you don't know something there's a good possibility you could just like type it in and someone's willing to teach you that you don't even know that's true yeah 
So I've been like, you know, going on YouTube, whatnot, and just like re-looking up like, you know, Excel formulas. Um, I'll be completely honest. I watch anime, and I think y'all know that. I've been thinking about investing in Rosetta Stone to learn Japanese. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, we have way too much time for me to leave this. Like, when it's time for us to go back outside again and actually, like, you know, get back to a regular living, we have too much time for us to, like, leave this and not take an extra skill or quality that I could add to myself where I could use later down the line. So I've just been taking that into consideration and thinking about, like, you know, what can I do different after this is all done? Big facts. Word, bro. You you wanted something there. I I'm, I was thinking about it, too. Like, yo, if this is over a year from now, how are we going to come out of this? Like, like niggas going to open up outside and be like, yo, the sun. Like, I've, I've changed. I've morphed into a, a Super Saiyan type shit. Here's the thing. I still, I still try to go outside. I still try to, like, you know, familiarize myself with the outside world. I feel as if that when quarantine is over, people are going to annoy me to the point where I'm like, yo, I wish we was in quarantine again. Because I already don't like people. So I'm just, <laughs> wa- I'm like, I'm just waiting for the point where it's like, all right, I'm outside. I'm enjoying outside. And then like some stupid shit happens. I'm like, yo, why the fuck is he outside? Like, I wish he was in quarantine. And I'm getting to that point. So, but I'm sure everything will be fine at the end of the day. Well, when you say when this is over, are you saying like when the immediate quarantine, like maybe end of now, end of April, end of May is over or when like we're through coronavirus cycles? Because that's those are like that's a huge spectrum there. You're talking like maybe 30 to 60 days versus like two to three years. I'm going to say the 30 to 60 days thing. Like I, I've already accepted that this Corona thing is going to be around for a while. Um, so I'm, I'm saying the 30 to 60 days conspiracy talk are y'all gonna get okay. the vaccine i'm ready for this hell to the it's, fucking it's, no i'm about to g- i want to get it just so i can say i got it and then <laughs> if my experience is weird after that the, the it's weird after that but i the, i don't think it's worth us with all the knowledge that we have in the world to to risk our lives on a vaccine that these guys just like sausage factoried out in like 12 months that's that's fucking crazy yeah i, I I, I was saying, I feel as if it's going to be a part of the immunization soon. It's going to be one of those things where, like, you know, where a job won't hire you unless you, like, you know, have all your shots or some shit like that. Or a school won't, like, you know, let you into... They won't let your kid into the school unless you have all the shots. I feel like it's going to be one of those things soon. Oh, a lot of people's professional homeschoolers now, motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because they're saying that school is going to be closed for the rest of the year now, right? Yeah, something yeah, like that. It's not to say, like, I'm an anti-vaxxer. Like, when there's, when there's like enough science behind the thing absolutely but if you're saying this administration with Mm -hmm. fast tracking something to their buddies in the pharmaceutical industry because that that's who they pick to do it that i think that that's a little absurd i think people should chill on that yeah because like right, right now what we're going through is your boss walking in on you and saying hey i need this done by two o'clock and it's 1 30 and it's like all right shit I gotta rush and get something done that it's okay. It's like good enough to like pass. I know he's not gonna like the quality, but he's gonna appreciate that I worked on it. That's what the vaccine that they're working on right now is. It's not anything that they put actual effort or time into. It's just something to shut us up if it's gonna shut us up. Now, you know what the vaccine is? It's like an iPhone. It's like when it first comes out, you don't wanna get the first iteration. Yeah, because that's the beta. (laughs) Exactly. You wanna wait for that shit to fuck up for a few other people, watch shit happen, you know? So uh, somebody might lose their hearing or some shit. And we're gonna be like, oh yeah, that's. Xbox Red Ring of Death. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. 
Yeah, I feel you. Actually, you know, like one of the first versions of birth control, I don't think they tested it on humans. They only tested it on animals. And then when they gave it to humans, it like caused massive organ failure. It was something crazy. And that's uh, that's like what I'm getting at with like just like putting things on a whiteboard for a virus that we just learned about that we still don't even really know how it works is like it's 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 insane. I can't wait to hear the side effects. Yo, the side effects are going to be wild. They're gonna be like, yo, I don't, I don't, I don't got COVID nineteen anymore, but um, my right knee, that shit's on fire for no reason. I, I had good <laughs> knee before I, before I started this. I don't know what's going on, but I need crutches now. Oh, if that's the case, I'll take it. No, yeah, I fucked up knee. All the niggas with fucked up knees gonna be like, ah, I can take that risk. I'm good. <laughs> It's nothing. He said, fucked up knee, that's it? Uh, I could take that. <laughs> that's like fucked up knee and ankles, nigga. What up? <laughs> that's like I'm that's overweight, right? <laughs> Not My bad, shows. Damn. <laughs> that's just Jamaica. Hopping fences and kicking soccer balls. You know what's funny? That, I did fall off an Aki tree. But <laughs> you see? <laughs> that's what oh, I was going for a mango tree. Yo, you know what? Man, I, I, don't know how, I don't know how to climb trees. What? I was going to say mango trees. Fun facts. It, it, I was gonna say mango trees is more a Trinidad thing, and for me, I didn't climb trees. I just just shake them because I was too big. Like I said, he used to shake trees. Wow. I would shake the tree, and that's it. If I, if I fall off a tree, first of all, let's be honest. We all know that the hospital system back home is not that great. First of all, they have to lift me into whatever van they're gonna put me into <laughs> to get to the hospital. I'm dying right there. <laughs> like that's it. Like the body, put the body on the ice when I get to the hospital because I'm not making it there. They go, so y'all ever get to Uber with Sheldon before? <laughs> yeah. Yo. <laughs> say, wait, say that again. So y'all ever get to Uber with Sheldon before? Oh yeah, yo. I I went through my phone like yesterday, and I deleted so many of his videos of him getting into an Uber that he was just sent. <laughs> <laughs> yo, the most randomest, disrespectfulest shit is Sheldon. I think what Warren was referring to is my size getting into an Uber, but oh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, Sheldon's been in both of our cars before, but we've definitely been in Ubers with Sheldon too. Yeah. What activity do y'all miss the most about outside? Um, fucking. I mean, uh, pick one activity that you miss the most. That like, yo, I need to be outside to do this activity. <laughs> Getting uh, drunk on the ferry boats. Wow. For me, I'm gonna go with the gym. That sounds fun. I miss the gym so much. Uh, it's no, not even funny. Your shit. We gonna get back to your gym. That sounds boring. The the ferry <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's fun. yeah. New York City ferry is the same price as the subway. Uh, it's a way pleasant more. It's a way more pleasant ride. They sell beer on board, but if you bring your own beer and you take the long route, you just see taking some outside time with a nice beverage. And you $2. can bring your own food. beer. Yeah. Well, yeah. like they're not gonna fuck with you. And the same thing with Staten Island ferry. Staten Island ferry is free. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I was um, going to say too. Yeah. Ah. Um, it, isn't isn't the um, LIRR like that too? Yeah, Long Island Railroad, Metro North, and uh, whatchamacallit, and New Jersey Transit you can drink beer on. But the, the, they're not outside. I, I, it's about the headspace, especially mm, when yeah, you that, live like that's, in that's shadows all day. Yeah, man. What about you, right. Harry? What do you miss about outside the most? Um, I miss... I, I miss just being able to go outside and eat and seeing my friends and just you know, interacting with humans. I never thought that living in New York City that I would have to be six feet apart. 
from someone but i i feel like i miss this like the social aspect of outside and having the choice to not be a part of it okay you said having the choice of to not be a part of it okay that's, that's yeah yeah that, that was deep um Kev, what about you aside from missing friends and all of that i i miss n- knowing that going to the store would be five minutes instead of like a <laughs> 10 20 minute trip now because i got to stand outside due to social distancing and wait on a line around the corner that actually is not that long but because we have to be six feet apart it seems fucking long i miss that do you live in a nice neighborhood because um, i live in my neighborhood i live in a low-income neighborhood is free-for-all you just go in and touch everything uh. <laughs> <laughs> yo i was about to say that because I, I, I don't do know live, what line i, do I don't know what lines nice. <laughs> you, you, you gotta wait on that that's like 10 to 15 minutes because the lines that i wait on are like 45 minutes and it'd be like six people in line bro like yeah yo. um the yeah, the last time I went to the supermarket, it, there was an organic supermarket, and yeah, so it is a nice neighborhood. Sorry, I was gonna say I remember there was this um chick trying to get in the Family Dollar, and the guy stopped at the door like you know, oh we're only letting in five people at a time, and I guess she didn't like like the way that like he stopped her, and like she told him. <laughs> You're taking your job way too seriously. Calm down. And I'm like, yo, quarantine got niggas ready to fight. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Um, what what are some of the the ignorant stuff you guys are hearing on some of the some of these lines? Because I um I was in a the pharmacy recently, and this lady was just going off like, if the government they're not practicing social distancing, I have nothing to worry about. I'm not wearing no gloves, no mask, and I'm just like this this ignorant ass mofo here like shut up you're the problem with america what i've been hearing about a lot is dying down now but i've been hearing a lot about the 5g giving everyone um covid 19 thing where it's like oh they're installing 5g every everywhere and the radiation from the 5g is causing us to get covid 19 and i'm like what and like anytime i ask someone like you know for uh, a, a deeper explanation i can't get it like no one no one could tell me like you know i'm like yo explain this to me like so i could understand it all they could say is like oh um you haven't realized lately they've been installing 5g everywhere and i'm like yeah i have um yeah <laughs> and you don't see like you know that the numbers are growing i'm like okay <laughs> yeah bro you don't think if they stop installing the 5g the numbers will, will go down and i'm like okay you're not you're not giving me the science that i need to like say hey, <laughs> one plus one equals two like yeah. right now you're just giving me like components that doesn't really like adjust to the situation so here's the thing people are so fucking stupid though like um 5g does not create a virus it it doesn't like the virus existed already like there there is some studies that says that 5g can um weaken your immune system but it has nothing to do with this virus right now if we do look and this these are facts in predominantly black neighborhoods we're getting hit the hardest and the reason why is because we don't have good health care we don't eat good um, and we're not treating it like it's a virus in some uncertain uh, uh, instances. Yeah, I, I was going to say, we don't fucking listen. Yeah. 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 And, and also yeah. An, uh, another reason why it is affecting the black, um, the black and brown communities so much. That's because we are also underserved in every single which way when it comes from um, health care, like Kev said, to education of this virus and who it's um, 
it, it's more prone to to affect. So we are already behind, you know, the ball. We're already behind everything just from our, our time here, how we got here on on um on, on this 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 body of land. So when we have a, a situation like this, a pandemic, it's it's only going to affect the on the serve more than anyone else and it's it's a sad part all right yeah i would say like with with be, especially being black there there have been studies in subway ridership that show that manhattan where we know is a higher income uh county subway ridership only uh, decreased 75 percent versus like the bronx where it's mostly black actually mostly west indian black people uh only decreased 55 percent mostly because these people are a running the subway and working for con edison and spectrum and all these essential services that's definitely uh, a distinguisher or predetermining factor B that there all are definitely implicit differences in healthcare where you're saying uh, black people are subject to diabetes, uh, high blood pressure. Uh, black people have darker skin in the Northern hemisphere. So they take in less vitamin D and produce less immune, uh, immunopathic function in their body. It's, it's just, it's a, it's a fact of life. We need more vitamin D because we're in the Northern hemisphere. Um, not to mention, uh, as you guys said, there are also the differences in healthcare. Most most things are based off of studies of white people. So, like when white women go to the doctor and say this hurts me while I'm pregnant, they get treated. And then when black women go to the doctor and say the same exact thing, they don't get nearly as much attention because they're treated as something completely different. Right. That's a fact. It's kind of funny too, because like like for me. I'm known as like a health person that likes always looking up shit and all that. Like, I remember I was telling my father way before like COVID, like, yo, you need to start eating healthy and stuff like that. And like, I spoke to him the other day and he's like, you know how you, you could be safe about this? I'm like, well, how? He was like, strengthen your immune system and eating healthy. And I'm like, nigga, wasn't you just judging me for eating healthy? Like, <laughs> that's hilarious. What? You know, something else, uh, but I, so my wife, Rosemary, is a, she is a white girl. And because um, I like white chocolate, like I like, anyways. Um, and <laughs> one of the things. <laughs> <laughs> what, don't what? judge me. What is the like, thing you I can't like help you like? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just drop that in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> the way you try to sneak it in was what's funny. It's a hanging. What one of the things that she says all the time? Whatever these things come up, like especially like colon cancer is another thing that like the col- the way colon cancer presents in black people specifically is is it like it's very it's in the ascending colon. It's the first part of the colon and it's often mixed missed in colonoscopies because they go up through the back and then. They don't go as far as to find that colon cancer. And she's always like, I wonder if like the natural resistance of being black in America has anything to do with your natural stress levels and why you guys die so early. It's the most mind blowing thing a white person's ever said to me in their life. Whoa. That's something that makes that you was think. That so mind blowing just now. That, that should make you think. It's like, whoa. Word. I never looked at it like that. <laughs> like like the, the fact that you see it this way shocks me. That's different. Being black in America is stressful. Oh, yeah. Very. For a lot of people that feel as if they like they deal with similar struggles, even though they're of a different skin, I don't know what to say. Like I don't know how they. Uh, I honestly feel that there's no way they will get it, unless like they they deal with someone that's black and then they get like they see it firsthand, like up close and personal. Yeah. Yes. And and Sheldon, he, I, t- I I kind of had this conversation with myself today, because <laughs> what else am I gonna do? Um and. Everyone has been through <laughs> something in their life, right? Everyone, yes. ha- a, a majority of human population have had some kind of oppression, have been dealt a bad hand, so on and so forth. Got you. You have your struggle, I have mine, right? But 
it's not about whose struggle is worse. It's not about that. It's about understanding that, all right, you had your struggle. I had my struggle. However, you got beyond your struggle. My struggle and and my kids' struggle that I haven't even had yet are already predetermined before they even have life so you uh, our struggles are going to be different at the end of the day no matter how you want to look at it and you want to compare it it's just from two different spectrums so i, I kind of like been been able to rationalize with people that that think like that now yeah uh being black our struggles are predictable it it sounds crazy but like there's a possible chance of having a child that's black you gotta worry about them getting arrested or getting in trouble by the cops for no fucking reason that is predictable you you have to worry about that being black. Like when your child leaves out that door, you always have to worry about something happening to them. Is someone mm-hmm. gonna be judging them because of their skin? Is someone gonna be clutching their handbag because they're black? Shit is crazy. I, I remember I had like two iPhones in my pockets one time, and this lady like clutched her phone, and I'm like, bitch. I can't though usually use those words. Bitch, you see I got two. I don't need yours. Like, <laughs> I looked at her like, damn. You know what I wanted to use? I y'all make fun of me of this. Like, I wanted to look at her and just like, bitch, you peasant. Oh my <laughs> like, god. <laughs> it was just it just pissed me off. I was gonna say I come to the realization that not everyone see everyone equal like I do. They think in the mentality where it's like, you know, oh, I see nothing wrong, so why should you? It's, it's pretty fucked up because, what's, what's the best way to explain this? It's fucked up because they will never experience it the way we have to experience it growing up. They'll only experience it from hearing about it or like seeing it done. Some of them, after they see it done, it's like, you know, okay, I can understand where it's coming from now. And then some of them, after seeing it done, they still defend it where it's like, oh, this person shouldn't have been doing this. Or maybe the reason this happens because you were looking suspicious and they took a hunch. And it's hurtful to hear sometimes because in your mind, you just have to understand, like, this is this person's logic. And there's possibly nothing you can say or do to change it unless they were in your shoes. That is the worst part. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. That is indeed the worst part. Because like it's like you can't like connect to someone's neurons like a, a, a short of having them live the actual experience. Let's 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 get off that that topic real quick. Well, Warren, you say you're not really into social media like that, but have you been hearing about like you know the IG live battles? I I am aware of them. Uh, I've, I've I I do frequent the WorldStarHipHop.com crowd because you know they're actually on top of things a little earlier than like CNN gets these viral videos. Some yeah. people know, real ones know. I think. Uh, yeah, I saw I, I saw some of the uh, the Timbaland versus somebody and Scott Storch versus me. So, so so the new one that people are trying to make happen. Ja Rule said that if him and 50 was to have a hit for hit battle on IG Live, he would win. Do any That's of y'all agree? license Firefest. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 50 just remains a savage. He could help this man rejuvenate his career right now because of how big social media is. And he's just like, nah, bro. Like, I genuinely don't mess with you. And but do, I love do you it. Think- do oh, you no, think no. do you think Ja Rule could beat him? No, I don't think he could beat him. Mm-mm. Hold on, man. With I'm no sorry. crowd, like with with like no particular crowd, like I you it could even be reason at the time in the moment at the moment Ja Rule could have won with a certain 
crowd, but I don't even think right now that that applies. Go ahead, Kev. What you about to say? Long story short, I feel like 50 Cent for a battle will win. But, like, if you switch the crowd up, like, we cannot take it away from Ja. He has hits. He has hits on top of hits on top of hits. So, like, we cannot take that away from him. He has feel-good hits. He has hits that we was like, oh, shit, this, like, we wasn't even thinking about. Uh, he had people yelling out murder even though he ain't a killer. But Ja Rule was it before 50 Cent. I have to say so. I yes, Jaru was it before Fifty Cent, but when Fifty came, I'm pretty sure Fifty's yeah. one and only album can destroy. No, um, I was gonna say that. Ja. Get, get, Here's the get thing. rich or die trying. You could play any song off of that, and yeah. people 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 are gonna react and, to it. But right, the verses is twenty songs. Because you're saying song for song. No, they, they were saying that. So you're I saying in the passage of time, like Jaru was hot in '99 to 2002. Uh, I mean, damn, was it 2002? Was it only 2002? I think it was longer than that, wasn't it? It was like, and, the, and it was like, not, then he fell off, and then, the, then what, the FBI came in and kicked in Murder Inc.? Like, like 50 yeah. Cent didn't cause Murder Inc. to fall down. Murder Inc. called Murder Inc. to fall Murder down. I think Inc. timing was. So, Murder time, Inc. Time only progresses down, forward, right? I think, if you played, I think you 50 played. Play. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Say it one more time, Warren. No, I was I'm saying, say I don't think oh. you necessarily. Like, time plays forward, so that's what, that's what we saw, but backwards like you guys are saying ja rule may have had more popularity at the time yeah facts i i think 50 did play a huge role in not murder inc but ja rule himself mm-hmm. um because the beef that they had going back and forth after a while it was just like right, yeah ja rule stop stop please no one like even if murder inc like died out didn't exist anymore and there was no 50 cent ja Rule probably would have had another career going on somewhere else but mm-hmm. 50 was on his neck so uh all right so i what i say is like ja Rule has hits and how they're looking at it is it's 20 songs it's a song for song so like it depends on how 50 play it that's what Here, i'm saying yeah it, okay so all depends on how 50 played let's take get rich or die trying out of it 50 was the man at that point in time where he had all those um those hooks he was like a hook god like all his hooks was 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 like and features oh, yeah and, and features mm-hmm. were bangers on the radio from candy shop to window shop like all all those but, songs but those are all his songs so yeah, he yeah, said candy candy shop window shop <laughs> window, sh- window shopper and, and, and candy shop both was both his yeah. songs. no that will not get richard i tried is what he's saying though oh yeah, yeah, but like take that out the way and and look at like his singles or whatnot, and he could have definitely demolished them without a doubt. And I'm not uh, saying that Fifty Cent is not gonna win. I literally just said don't like. You're trying to say Jarrell's gonna put up a fight? He is. I feel yeah. like he is because he has hits. Yeah. I, like I feel like we're gonna listen to it and we be like, oh yo, shit. There's there's times I hear Ja and I'm like, yeah, yo, this takes me back. Like his music is. I'm, I'm not gonna discount um Jarrell. It's like people be sitting there looking at Bow Wow and be like, yeah, I'm. I didn't listen to Bow Wow. Nigga, Bow Wow had hit. I was listening to that little nigga. It's, it's like when you hear the music though, it's like, yeah, it takes me back. Then you just think like, damn, this nigga dead ass fell off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if if people want to pay attention, like Fifty now in this day and age, like he tries to rap still. He he fell off too. He, he fell off in rap. He's still he's still dominant. Yes. Like, you know, in other he, areas. Yes, he is. Ja, ja Rule but we talking music. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> All right. 
Jesus Christ. Oh, fell off the face right. of the earth. Jaru ja fell off a cliff. 50 fell off a sky zone. Okay? He, he's he, he's on a trampoline where he could bounce back up. Where it's like, oh, okay, I didn't do good here. I could do good somewhere else. Jaru is in a ditch somewhere just like, damn, I hope someone finds me. I would say that, that, would say that uh, speaks to why 50 says even Max can compete with because of the abundance. He has all like the different medias that they're, media that they're plugged into power and then like various movies have them as like soundtracks and stuff. Up to this day, I still say 50 had one of the best intros on an album ever from The Massacre. In My Hood will forever be one of the hardest intros to an album. The moment you hear 50 start spinning his verse on that, after you hear the, the, the two coins drop and you hear Niggas screw they face up at me on some real shit, son. You don't want beef. Uh, as soon as you uh, hear that, uh, you you get ready to, to break a wall. It's like, yo, I want to fight. That's a fact. Hey, it is what it is, man. Let's switch it up real quick. Let's do a let's do a big switch actually. So I think y'all remember me mentioning earlier that Warren listens to all the shows, and there's oftentimes where Warren like you know shoot me a text and he's like, hey. What the fuck did y'all mean by this? So, we're giving this this portion of the show to Warren to let him ask us like some questions or even reference some things from our old episodes to see like you know what we thought about it and what he feels about it also. So, Warren, on you. Jesus. Copy. Yeah. So, uh, well, I'll start with uh, episode five, the twenty twenty uh, outlook that you guys did. Uh, one of my twenty twenty resolutions was to support my friends a little better and what that. I'm doing that now by being very active in listening and providing shell and feedback. Uh, so you, is uh, considering, let's just be hypothetical because we don't want any cases on people. Considering the first four months of the year, is uh, the the bounty on Trump's head still 80 mil or has that changed? <laughs> uh, uh, Yo. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to get the show canceled, so Warren, I'm not even going to answer because y'all know me already, man. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure the person who, who offered that bounty is like, all right, how much, how much do, do, do I need to offer for y'all to like make this happen faster? I'm pretty sure. I am not going to say a number, but I'm going to tap into my inner shaggy. It wasn't me. Exactly. <laughs> like, hey, hey, yo, OJ, how, how would you do it? Yeah, we definitely will get canceled if we mention OJ. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> wild. Let's, let's take it easy. All right, Harry? <laughs> War, what would your number be? What would my number be? I don't know, like what. Like, how much does it cost for someone to want like the entire American like military against them? But like, there has to be a number. Would I mean, the like, don't entire they put, like, a, a value on human life? Would they, the entire military, be against you? You're assassinating a, a president. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he a president? But you're also betting on what the next nigga is gonna do too. And the next nigga is not a nigga that we want. To be honest, <laughs> to, to do anything, a bunch of bozos. So that was actually one of my other questions. Uh, what do you guys think of Biden being in the and the race is now because I think the attention in general and the zeitgeist went away from that. Now it's Biden Trump. If I'm being completely honest, go ahead. I want Trump out of office. I really do. Mm -hmm. But I do feel as if that being that it's Biden versus Trump now, he's going to end up repeating. I, I don't think Biden have enough support to beat Trump. That's that's just my opinion. So, one thing that had me worried was like, why didn't Obama endorse him right away? I'm not a Biden fan. I'll have to say that. I kind of just want somebody a little bit smarter than 
Trump in the office, I would need a little, a lot, a lot. Okay. I just at the at the end of the day, I don't want someone to just look at America as just a business and also have their own racial rhetoric and shit like that going on. Like I need somebody that even though they don't give a fuck a little bit, they at least can think and be like, "I, right, you know, if I do this, I'm fucked up." <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that's the thing with politics. It's just so tricky, yo. Like, you you, you never know um the real ins and outs. It's just pretty much what you see on TV, but you could tell a lot by the person's character and their integrity. Yeah, so will I take sexist Biden over Trump? I probably would because Trump's also a sexist and a racist and a whole lot of ist. I don't know, man. I I, I don't. I, I I have a I have a question for y'all though. Uh, well, I know this is the the Warren segment, but I have a question because we. No, that guy. Um, matter of fact, I have a question for you, Warren. Do you think that if this oh. COVID case, you know, pandemic continues to elevate and we see more cases and we're running out of hospitals, do you think Trump? should allow some of his hotels to be hospitals oh. if they're not being used Woo. you know okay so i i don't know if sheldon told you guys this but i my previous uh lifetime was in hospitality that's why i even lived in new york in the first place and one of my biggest questions was why wasn't that one of the first why weren't those one of the first emergency yeah. hospitals i know you consider you have an empty hotels and my connections are telling me that they're like four percent occupied so you mean like a 1900 room hotel on fifth at seventh avenue has four percent occupancy that's a, a thousand beds and, but they had to roll a whole ship up here to do that like, a whole ship a whole ship i would have hoped that he would have done that and tried to pay himself for it first but i don't i, I mean the democrats block that was what is my understanding like do I mean, it then then borrow the money from the federal government to pay for whatever he used but at the end of the day like the light's still gonna be on in that motherfucker so like why not just use the space and it's paid for already they triple they triple charge the secret service every time they go they go places exactly yeah, yeah it, it's ridiculous man that that's the the thing the human element about this puppet that is just not there it's just like business 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 Profit, profit, profit. Did y'all hear um, about the stimulus checks? And I'm not talking about the uh, auto pay that's going in your your banks right now. I'm talking about that hard stimulus check that you're supposed to get in that some people have to get in the mail. They're not coming in the mail because he wanted his name on it. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> free campaign ad. That's a free campaign ad. Mm. He wants you to remember where, where that money came from. I did this. <laughs> if you're still alive yeah. in November, you gotta remember. If you're gonna cash this, just remember. Look at me before you sign the back. <laughs> All right, but Warren, what else you got for us? I was curious, uh, Harry and Kev, why do y'all hate your coworkers so much? It sounded like in the same exact episode, we, there was a uh, segment where Sheldon was trying to get like the affection of someone on LinkedIn, and he sounded hurt about it. But uh, you guys were really against not linking in with people who you're neutral about in the workplace. Uh, I can start. Go ahead. Uh, I work for a predominantly white company, and. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what an opening statement <laughs> hey um, uh, let's just say like they want me to fit in to be them but I can only be Kev and I accept them for who they are and I kind of just want to be accepted for who I am so like you know 
if there is like some people that are white that are cool I fucks with them but majority of the ones and I'm talking about like upper management and shit like that that just don't give a fuck about me I kinda am that type of worker that just shows that I don't give a fuck about you too so yeah I am not adding you on LinkedIn because you can suck my dick <laughs> all of it <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen work I'm gonna keep it this simple work is work and when i step out of that place that's my regular life like unless we have some kind of like wild connection where i'm like yo i gotta incorporate you into my outside life Mm -hmm. this is just a business i'm not just coming here for a check i'm coming here to do my job i don't care if you don't like me or you do but i'm in and out and before we get off this topic i have to say one thing too i probably have corporate ptsd I don't know if that is a thing, but I've had situations in the past where I was treated bad. And anytime I went to HR, it wasn't a HR situation. It was more of like HR was like, oh, all right, we're going to talk to the person that you got a problem with. And that's about it. And the person will cut. Oh, so you went to HR, huh? Yeah, like, that's that's wow. a good point, though. I'm like, God damn. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, HR. So like corporate companies. Uh, rub me the wrong way right now i'm currently in a stage where i'm thinking like yeah i don't know if i want to do this forever so yeah sorry if my job hears this oops that's real stuff i've heard and i've heard about people in the hotel business they'll want to leave a job like real bad and then like people in hr people in two different hotels in the hr department or the gms will talk and those be like yeah no, nah, that's that that nigga's working overnight. You know why? Because <laughs> I can't find another nigga to work overnight. So you're not taking him. He's staying right there. Damn. I, I've I've heard. I, I I couldn't confirm that, but I've heard that before. Okay. Good. Good. Good stuff. Other questions. Go ahead, Warren. My ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go ahead, Warren. Go ahead, Warren. I was wondering if Harry's timing got any better in 2020. <laughs> no. Because he said he had uh, impeccable timing up until then. <laughs> and then you guys questioned him a little, a little Yo, sauce. Warren, when I when I heard you was gonna be on the show, I was super excited. Um, today, I, I was trying to make sure that I was on time, and um, <laughs> I, I was actually one minute late. <laughs> one minute late to sound check today. Y'all hear that, right? Harry's I, in his I, fucking I, house, and he's still late. <laughs> okay. I was one minute late to sound check. This, this is what we deal with at fucking spontaneous cast every time we have to record. <laughs> so. Guys, I apologize, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm here now. So you know, take I'm, that gonna, be, I'm gonna be really graphic. I left, I took a shit, and came back, and Harry still wasn't on. Yeah, yo, hey, crazy. That's hilarious. Go ahead, Warren. <laughs> Next fastest bowels in the world. Exactly. Uh, I'll close up with. Uh, this, I guess this one's a little serious. I was I was traveling. I was in Thailand uh, on my honeymoon. Uh, but this was also when like COVID-19 was popping off in the Eastern world and I was like shook and I came back and everyone was like, well, no, we don't care about it. So I didn't want to desensitize Kobe. But wh- why do you think that rich and pe- famous people matter more in a given situation, whether it's Kobe dying and then he became like overnight everyone's favorite basketball player or when Nipsey Hussle died, he became a sudden overnight sensation rapper uh, versus the average person dying because the numbers that we see on TV largely represent average people. Um, I, I'll, I, I'll jump on this one first, guys. Um, I, I think it's their um, 
where, where they stand in, in society, for one, um, and their legacy, too, and, and the lives that they touch, uh, because they are of um, they are a public figure, and they're able to connect with people. Like I always say, the human element about being a celebrity, just having that connection with other folks, and then showing them, like, yo, you are one of us. We can possibly rub shoulders. It, it, it makes it feel a little bit more genuine when... Um, they accomplished something it was like, oh yeah, I remember when Kobe dropped 60, when Kobe passed away, like I remember what I was doing. So it's the more genuine part about it why I feel like people are, are, are a little bit more prone to say, all right, you know, this is my favorite basketball player now or this is my favorite rapper now because of what they've experienced and how they can relate. Yeah, what I think is, I feel like we we choose to like watch and get ourselves into these celebrities lives so it's more of like because we chose to like know who these people are someone on the street that i don't know frankly it sounds so bad but like i might not really give a fuck that much it sounds so bad but, but it's because I really don't know you but I feel like I know this other person now a person like me I don't give a fuck about a celebrity I'm sorry like mm-hmm. yes no now with the Kobe thing yes I was a little bit I, I, I was sad about him like dying and all but I was more sad on the fact about Gigi because like she's mm-hmm. still a child you know something about a child hits home a lot more to me than anything so like Yes, I I totally remember the historical things Kobe did, and I I have to say that I was a Kobe hater, and I still can say that, like, although I was a hater, I can recognize that he was great. The only thing is, I was not going to lose sleep over him dying. This sounds so bad to say, but I did feel sad about his daughter not getting to live her life. So when it comes to like celebrities, I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. It, it it's more. I have more of an emotional attachment when it like it hit it, it hits home or or it's a child. That's it. So I think the overall question you're trying to ask is why is these things portrayed so heavily on media compared to like you know the regular person dying? Is that correct? Okay. So how as a society do we reconcile our worship of billionaires when it is them that get the benefit of the things that we're supposed to get the benefit and we die in droves? Oh, I guess is the summarize. Oh, uh, I, okay. I, I answered that totally wrong. Then. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> um, I probably asked it really wrong too. Too. But no, that, no, that, no, that, no. That's why I had to clarify. Like you know, is this what you're asking you? Because like what I was getting into was. I feel as if that the way media go about putting things, that's why it puts so much like so much light on it, pretty much. Like they know this person's a celebrity, they know like that a lot of people like look up to this person and they're gonna keep running that story just to like to get fear into people. Just to make make them feel like, you know, scared, like, yo, this could happen to you also. So like stay in your house or with the whole Kobe thing, like he died in a helicopter crash compared to like if a regular person died in a helicopter crash, like only like maybe the family or the people in your town may know about it compared to Kobe where it's like, hey, this happened and he passed from it. Be careful. It gets like a more social awareness effect from everyone, even though these are people that after this thing happens or after these situations or like the COVID-19 cases happen, whatever, they still have money to like treat themselves better to it. Rest in peace, Kobe. But he left his family a lot of money and a legacy to, like, live off of after, like, him passing. So it's like, you know, huh? Really wish I was his son. Damn. (laughs) 
But Damn. yeah, like what you're, what, what you're saying is accurate where it's like these people, after all these things happen, they're still going to go back to being okay after like they fully recover or after they get through their rough period. Yet when it comes to us, the small people, uh, like hypothetically, let's say hypothetically 200 people died last night from COVID-19 and none of them were celebrities. You ain't hear about that in the news. You just hear, oh, 200 deaths um, added to the count. Compared to, let's say, 200 people died and one, a public figure or something, then all of a sudden they'll mention the public figure is included in that 200. Mm-hmm. So I think the media does it just to fuck with people. Whereas, like, you know, oh, you thought this couldn't happen? Well, it happened to one of your favorite people. What are you going to do now? But I, I think, bro, like, it, it, it's you can't really just say they're doing that to, to mess with you because you have to look at it if... 200 people die and nobody knows who any of these 200 people are maybe in their neighborhoods right all right mm-hmm. cool but if they know them if they're a notable person in society and they have done something i, I think it's just like highlight like you know we lost a great one um and it's going to be on the news and it's going to be that's what their their job is they have a job at the end of the day so i'm not going to really criticize them it's about how they go about it like fake news and reporting us all this uh, Un- unnecessary stuff that's the where it gets a little tricky but like if they're just doing their job i think it's completely fine no that's fair and that, that that may play into why i don't participate in the social media because i'm like a really hard line niggas die every day beast why should i care about this specific person got you yeah like, when certain posts go around and shit like i never necessarily chime in or i'm not i'm never like one of those people like that make like a deep dramatic post that's like yo i can't believe this happened da, da, yeah. this person did this, this person did that for me. like <laughs> no like but why not you went to school for poetry you put together it nicely niggas don't know that warren <laughs> niggas do not know that on this fucking show warren okay <laughs> stop bringing personal shit into here <laughs> <laughs> speaking speak speaking of that listen to this song right now <laughs> like a fucking dud Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, <man>. um, <laughs> Speaking of that, this is music. All right, and we're going to close this show right now because of fucking Warren. Real talk, Warren, we appreciate you for pulling up because you definitely made this a fun show. Even though you're saying you're not a social media nigga, is there anywhere you want niggas to find you at? Well, I mean, uh, whatever I do feel camera happy, you can follow me on Instagram at Warren Really, W-A-R-R-E-N-R-E-A-L-L-Y. Uh, and I mean, Facebook me warrants me and my my white princess on the profile that's picture. A, that that's a real nigga right there. I, you you'll never hear a nigga confidently say his full name for Facebook on this show. Yeah, never. Yeah, you ain't getting my Facebook. I'm good, bro. <laughs> yeah, we, we. This is like what uh, episode. <laughs> this is episode twenty, and no one knows our full name on this fucking show yet. Because I don't have one. Facts. My name is Shells. That's name. it. My last name is Fat Pappy. Yeah. But like I said before, Warren, we appreciate you for pulling up, bro. Kev, Harry, y'all good? Yeah, man. I'm I'm good. Um just want to say thank you to all the listeners. Um we, we got some new listeners in Australia, so shout out to y'all. Thank you for listening, tuning in. Tell a friend and tell a friend. Um like, share, subscribe, you know, slide in our inbox on Instagram, um, Facebook, Twitter, you know, it's our name at Spontaneous Cast. And you know, show us some love. And um right. I just wanna also say Rest in peace to those who lost their lives. That's all. Death. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. From from this disease, definitely. Yeah. yeah, man. I got a question for Warren. Yeah. Warren, where is the G? That was whack. I, well, my middle name is Anthony. <laughs> that, 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 that was whack. Wait, what? 
I Warren G. I didn't want to. Oh, Warren G. The rapper. I didn't get that joke at all. That's 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 how trash was. Regulators. That's how trash was. The regulators. Okay. Yo, Warren, go ahead. Do your send off, bro. I'm sorry you had to. Oh, I was gonna say that by that terrible job. That that terrible joke. It wasn't terrible. I was being interacted with on this great show, and it gave me another platform to provide an answer. Uh, and again, I'd like to thank you guys for having me. Uh, hopefully, I could come back with some more uh, logic. Hopefully, the next time, hopefully, the next time you come back, it's in person, and it's like you know we're sharing yeah. beers and like taking shots together. Word, and we could like time. look at each other's body language and like jump into the conversation at the right time. Like, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I uh, want to tell the people diversify your stimuli. So just listen to one person. Facts. Podcast, Broadcastify. Uh, if you're in New York City, I recommend listening to Broadcastify on the COVID mutual aid channel. You just hear the, the ambulance guys go into the calls. It's not nearly as dark as it sounds. They're really upbeat and like it's 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 better than listening to the news by far. And always question why they're telling you what they're telling you on the TV. Be open-minded. Yes, sir. Yep. Yes, and, that's a great and, send-off. And before we let this go, Harry, don't ever do that again, bro. Forever. <laughs> 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 that shit was dry, bro. <laughs> Listen, I laughed. Warren thought it was okay. No, he that's didn't. all that that's that's all that matters. I've been wanting to say that all day. And Warren y'all, y'all was trying to save you, bro. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> It's appreciated. It was a lifelong joke. It's a lifelong joke. Nigga, Thank nigga you, Warren. Nigga Kev said, you offered a, a Popeye's biscuit with no drink? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the joke? Oh, man. And that's the show, yo. And that's it's the show. Rap. So, Spontaneous Cast out of here. This is Shells. This is Kev. Harry. This is Warren. There you go. And we out of here.